Episode 45, How My Life Has Changed Up Here in the Jungle. Welcome to Thriving with Nature, a podcast that gives you the tools you need to live a modern lifestyle that helps regenerate our planet. And now your host, Hayley Weatherburn. Well, hello there, Thrivers. How are you this morning, this evening, tonight, depending on what time you're listening to this? It's early morning for me here in the cabin in the jungles of Bali. The cicadas are chirping. There's a few birds tweeting away. And the sun is slowly rising. I can't see it. It's behind me. But I can see it starting to get light. Today I wanted to share with you a little bit how my life has changed or not changed since moving up here in the cabin. In some ways it's changed a lot and in some ways it hasn't changed at all. Specifically, you know, I do spend a lot of time behind a screen still. I work online. I've worked online for six, seven years. Well before COVID, I could always work wherever I wanted. But I do spend a lot of time behind the computer and at the moment, you know, working, I have my own job that I help another company with do some things and then I also am trying to build Thriving with Nature up. Uh, the podcast, the YouTube channel, and of course, some exciting things that will be coming soon. And so I do s- still find myself, even though my there's so much nature around me, I haven't moved away from the computer on that aspect. So that part of my life, I know will transition, you know, th- that's part of the reason moving up here. However, Parts of my life that have changed are pretty interesting. So the first is being a little, living a little bit more consciously. So what do I mean by living more consciously? Well, there's actually two levels of that. The first level is at nighttime here, you've just got to be, the jungle is the jungle and there's a lot of amazing living organisms out here. Some of them are deadly. You know, we've got a, a few snakes out here, especially like the banded crate that come out at night time. And most of the time when people have been bitten by these snakes are at night time because they didn't see them when they were walking. And so at night time, you've just got to be conscious and make sure you are looking where you're stepping. So that's something that's different is this little bit of almost base human, basic human foundation of survival is a lot more noticeable here in that just being conscious when I'm moving things and picking up things that are outside and just yeah which I think we can get a little bit numb to living you know in protected towns and things still happen there there's still snakes and spiders and especially if you're Australian you know what I mean but yeah there's a a little bit more of a level of checking where I'm stepping like you can't be lazy about it I haven't seen any of these snakes you know I saw a few snakes in my first weeks up here when I was staying over at the eco lodge just a couple of tiny snakes one snake eating eating a frog I think I even did a podcast about that one but it's yeah they're actually they're actually quite rare you don't see them touch wood you know when you say things like that then they turn up but anyway they are quite rare But you have to be conscious because they are out there and an actual mistake of accidentally stepping on one of these snakes could be fatal. So it's, you've just got to be really, really conscious. So that's, so that's one thing that's changed. You know, I'm constantly, 
you know, I've got a wasp that's trying to make a nest here inside the cabin. I've knocked its nest four times and it's still building another one. It's very persistent. I kudos to it being super awesome with its persistence, but I'm kind of like this, I don't really want you here. Then the other day I was in the middle of recording a video for work <laughs> and my cat chased the largest spider I think I've ever seen. Like, not necessarily wide large, but the fattest abdomen I've ever seen ran across my desk and scared the bejesus out of me. It was hilarious. <laughs> so these are the fun things of living here. The second level of consciousness is, is of course, why I've, I've moved, you know, is to move towards a more regenerative lifestyle. And I feel, I feel pretty good about where I am. The waste is still, I've reached out to a recycling company to see if I can get some bags and do a manual because normally where I lived in the other, in the towns closest, you know, the villages closest to town, they could come and pick up the recycling. Whereas here it's a lot further, but I was thinking that every time I went down I could swap over bags or something. So that reached out to them, but I've also found out, like I said last week, that they are swapping plastic for money. So the waste, and, and I use my compost, the food, I've got my worm compost bin, which is doing all right. It, it, it I don't think it's, I have nailed it up here yet, but it is, it's still surviving and it's, the worms are still doing well. And any other random food scraps I can just sort of put out into the jungle because it's, it's literally, it's going to help feed the fuel and the microbes and things. So, you know, the side of things, energy, I'm still using normal electric. I'm on the grid. That's something I want to look at eventually for when I move onto the land is to get some solar. But yeah, and, and looking at my life a bit more minimalistically, like I'm not, I'm not part of any, I do miss F45, which is what I used to do. And so that's sort of being a factor in my build is making sure that I have some places to do some weights because that's really important to me for the health and fitness of my body, especially if I'm going to be doing a lot of physical work outside. I want to know that I'm strong enough. Yeah, so I, I now rather than going to the gym, I I've been going for runs, and I'll probably go for one after I finish recording this. I go for my walk runs because there's a lot of steep hills here, <laughs> so that's nice. And it it's a lot of people have complimented that they've seen me. They said you look so much more fresh, and I think it's because of the air up here is just so clean. The water from the rainforest is just so clear and fresh and alive. So these basic fundamentals are having a, a great impact in in a really positive way. So that's pretty awesome. And then there's, course, of course, the social aspect, which I started talking about last week, is the community. But here, obviously, I'm starting to, to integrate very, very slowly. I'm still learning the language. I'm practicing. And I'm hoping to, yeah... COVID hasn't helped that situation because social interaction's sort of not as easy these days without, you know, you've got your masks. And it's hard to understand the language with your mask on. For me, I like to be able to see what they're saying with their lips. But, um, yeah, because I want to get in and, and integrate and start teaching English and I'd love to get a basketball court up there. You know, I want to start getting to know that community 
because I'm sort of living a little bit out of that community right now. And the, the community I'm living in obviously is, is, is the one I'm sort of connecting with at the moment, which is great because it's good to get to know the people around here, but I would like to really get to know the people of my community that I will be living in. So, yeah, so that's sort of, I, I think, yeah, I do, I'm catching up. I've got friends coming up to the jungle cabin. I had my first visitor last week, which was awesome. They came and stayed in the homestays just behind my cabin. And it was just great to catch up with some uh, close friends. I've got some more close friends coming up and we're about to journey around Bali. So when you listen to this, I will be in a van. We're going around the centre of Bali, up in the mountains and looking at different areas. So that is going to Sidaman, which is a place I haven't been to in a long time or ever. I've always wanted to go. So, yeah, so that is the sort of real short update is how has my life changed since being here I feel so much more connected to nature oh, I was walking around with my friend Matt here in the jungle and I was just pointing out things when we went for our hikes I'm like oh this is this plant and this is this and look at this growing and and he was saying yeah you, we get so disconnected from our food we don't know what's happening where it's growing and so you know, I can walk around and I'm starting to recognize plants and what they're doing. And, and yes, there's this sense of got to watch where I'm walking because I, I ha- now have this respect that I'm a part of an ecosystem, not just this human invaded space and killed everything that would kill us so that I could feel safe. But in doing that, I've destroyed that area. There's this real respect for nature. So these big spiders, like I'm not killing anything this massive spider, I, it, I managed to get it so it sort of crawled up and out through the top of the house. Gosh knows where it is. There was a giant centipede on the balcony a few weeks ago. Didn't want to kill it. Don't know where it is now. I keep checking my shoes because that's where my biggest concern is that they're in, the, in there. But it's this interaction. It's thriving with nature, respecting nature. How am I part of this ecosystem? Of course nature are going to... I'm making a comfy home here. They're going to try and come in here and check it out. But I can just say, shoo, this is my house. <laughs> Let's see how we go with wasp level number four to get rid of the, the nest there. But, yeah, really connecting with nature and learning a lot unconsciously as well. Yeah, other areas that I've noticed some change is so here – Living out here as far as I do out into this, into the jungle, a couple of things can happen. My internet, this is a, a sweet spot. Where this cabin is is a sweet spot. So it was one of the reasons why I picked this cabin is because I do work online and so I, I needed to make sure I did have connection to the internet. But what does happen is because I am only reliant on one tower there is no other tower that I can reach back in the village of course if something happens to one tower your phone automatically searches for another tower that's close by and generally there's one two three maybe that you can bounce off but for me it's just one and so when something happens to that and sometimes there's there can be days when you know nothing really happens but there there are often a day or two at least a few days a week where there'll be two to four three four minutes where it just completely dies the internet does not exist and 
it's funny I used to get frustrated with internet not working but up here it's to me it's just this forced okay well there's actually nothing I can do about it so I'm just going to rest and so I'll pop down and um, pop it in the kitchen and I might be around that time that I need to make lunch or uh, I'll pop and sit outside and just connect with the nature. It's a forced pausatory moment. I don't know if I just made that word up, pausatory. A forced moment to pause and connect with the present moment. And so sometimes even the electricity has had a couple of moments where it completely just disappeared. And so one night I ended up cooking with candlelight and, um, you know, I've got a torch here, so that's fine. I've got all of these candles and it was just really lovely. You know, I remember often wanting to get away from the world and, and having these beautiful moments. And so having it forced on a maybe daily, maybe every second or third day is, it's just almost like a meditation. It's this beautiful moment to rest another thing that's different is at home I would get distracted by city life well city I lived in I would call it a tourist town I could easily by press of a button on my phone food could arrive and so I could be lazy about what am I going to eat because there was always backup plants there's always something that I could feed myself with and it was never great the food you know it was it was takeaway food, processed food, sometimes good, sometimes not, depending, especially if you're ordering in the last minute and you're hungry. Of course, you're going to go for something a bit more exciting. But I here I have no choice. Like the other day, I felt like eggs and there are, I think you can get eggs up here. I haven't found it yet, though. <laughs> but I... Yeah, I can't just add a whim if I feel like something. Like if I've run out of any chocolate, there's no chocolate here. There's no chocolate shop. They're, they're smaller at Warongs and they have a lot of processed food, but it's none of the food that I would eat. I'm used to having like healthier kind of chocolate food and all that kind of stuff. So it's forcing me to cook more and be more organized. I have to make sure I've got a supply of the basic fundamentals of rice and beans and those kind of things and I can get some salads you know eventually I'll be growing all my own veggies is the goal but here I ca I've, have discovered a, a place that delivers their vegetables so that is exciting I still have to travel I haven't quite nailed the laundry I do travel down to my old laundry place to get my laundry done just due to I haven't quite nailed the pattern for me for for washing yeah, so there's, there's these different little things. Like during, when I wake up, I never used to have to think about this, but I, I wake up and I have to think, okay, what am I doing for lunch and what am I doing for dinner? I don't really eat much breakfast. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But what am I doing for lunch and what am I doing for dinner? And I have to think about it because I may have to prepare. I may have to soak some beans. I have to know that I have the ingredients. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's different. Uh, it's coming back to a life of preparing more what I what I need to eat because I, I can't just rely on packet last minute packet food I need to there's and there's not many restaurants there's a there's a warong here that does an amazing fried rice and a warong here that does a thing called tipat chantok which is basically sort of peanut satay sauce with veggies and a rice sort of dumpling thing so they're great 
but ultimately it's it's back to some fundamentals of like preparing food and getting it ready and I was really surprised yesterday in I had 10 minute break before another meeting and I ran downstairs chopped veggies threw it all in a pot add some curry powders and flavors went up had my meeting and by the end of the meeting my lunch was ready and I actually had it for lunch and dinner it was amazing so it's it can be it's really I fe- I'm feeling a lot more connected and because the kitchen's downstairs I'm not distracted by watching TV or looking at a computer or whatever when I'm in the kitchen I'm in the kitchen I'm being present with that so yeah I definitely feel a lot more present up here I feel a lot more connected to nature my life is starting to shift to be more in the physical because of these present moments because of this forced having to be conscious and and survive in a certain way so I'm loving it I'm loving the the different way I'm sure my primal brain that the brains that, that that's like but living back there is comfortable you've got food at the top you can eat whatever you want whatever's whatever whatever it's comfortable you don't have to think about where you're walking at night you know there's a lot of that primal brain of survival of wanting comfort to avoid pain seek pleasure and do what's the easiest that's what our primal brain wants and so you can see how cities and things have been developed because it does it it nurtures that survival need but i feel like we've become lazy we've become that's why processed food happens so there's this awakening that's happening for me now moving out here and being more present in nature which is where we're originally from so there you go so that's what's changed for me here living out here in the jungle so far i know my life is slowly it's in a transformation especially as i start to get land and build my own place and build a farm area for people to come and visit yeah it's exciting it's really exciting. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate you. I hope you're having an amazing day. Have a great week. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to my podcast, remember to subscribe to hear more. You also have to come check out the Living Supplement Garden, a garden that reads your individual's body's condition and grows the substances it requires to move towards optimal health and potentially healing your ailments. When we align with nature, we thrive with nature. I'd love to have you join myself and others as we discover the magic of nature together and strive to heal both ourselves and our planet. Go to thrivingwithnature.com.